0: You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 221. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Thank you for listening. Hi, hello, it's Marisa here coming to you on my birthday. na 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 you say it's your birthday. <laughs> I won't sing for you, I won't sing for you. Is that even a song? Never mind. I was just reading through an entire thread of comments about a very well-known person starting a podcast. I don't know how it ended up in my Facebook feed, but you know, sometimes when that happens, I believe you're meant to see it. And I noticed that almost everyone wants podcasts under 20 minutes to 30 minutes, which I thought I would talk about briefly in this moment because today I'm going to talk to you on my birthday about don't rush the timing, okay? (laughs) Okay? I understand everyone's busy, but I am not that person. I find little bite-sized podcasts missing something. They feel like they're just on the surface. And I don't believe that on the surface is going to cut it anymore. I believe that we've got tons of knowledge out there. And if we don't start going deeper on what we're working on, it's not happening. Okay? Trust me. I've tried. But I just find that it doesn't get to anything. It always kind of leaves me waiting for something else To happen. And as someone, by the way, who has hosted conversations and interviews with guests, it usually doesn't loosen up until about 20 to 30 minutes in. So for everyone who cuts out at the end, you are missing the gold. And I'm someone I've often mentioned who loves listening to Howard Stern interviews with artists, mostly musicians, actors. But there are a number of really interesting guests, and I love them long. I love them long. It's just never enough for me. So I I accept. I'm not your average bear. (laughs) I'm not. I'm usually counterculture. But this calls into, well, what does it call into? It calls into question, why is everyone in such a rush? Which is, number one, what I want to talk to you about today. As I sit here on my 48th birthday, boom, (laughs) actually, technically I am recording this ahead of schedule. I am not recording the podcast on the day. I am extra prepared this week. I just want to ask you, what's the rush? And if you're so busy that you can't take time to really lean into a podcast, and yes, I understand some people ramble, and there may be some of you who think I ramble, it's fine. I've had people tell me I can say things quicker, and I'm certainly um, making improvements in that direction for sure. It just comes with practice. However, I'm also not going to change who I am and how I like to share information and how I like to receive information. That means that, you know, you will find a different podcast host or a different mentor. And that's brilliant. That's why there are so many different people to listen to. But if you're here and you're listening and you're feeling in a hurry all the time, I want to ask you why. I know... I have a lot of moms who listen, who are, you know, parenting their kids and juggling family and business and love and respect. That is not something I can speak to yet at this point. So I won't. Although I've shared before, I have a lot of opinions where I feel like, I don't know, I think boundaries, people aren't very good with boundaries, not with their families, not with themselves and a huge part of feeling like you have time is just having very clear boundaries, even from you to you. So we'll talk about that on another on another episode. But when I'm talking about don't rush the timing, why are you rushing? For many years, the term microwave society has been mentioned. (laughs) It's just, if you don't know what a microwave society is, it basically means that we expect to put something in the microwave and get the result we want right away. And because we're able to see so many people presenting their best foot forward all the time on social media or wherever, we believe that it's supposed to go really fast for us. And I always preface this by saying, things can go really fast. They can go much faster than they used to, but that's not always the best way. Because when you get somewhere fast, you have no idea how you got there. And I was just listening to a podcast today where this thought of, if you don't know how you got there, you can't repeat it. And when we're talking about longevity and being in, being in it for the long game, which is the conversation that I always want to have with people, that takes time. That's why it's called the long game. And so why are you rushing that process? Why do we believe that everything must come overnight? We're really having a very big disillusion about how things evolve in a very gentle and often unexpected, sometimes magical way. And more often than not, you can see that in hindsight. You can see that looking back. So first, I invite you to look back and see where there were moments where something came together at just the right timing, even though you were disappointed in the past that it didn't come together faster. And then take that wisdom and think about going forward? Is there something that's not happening quick enough for you? Why do you want it to happen faster? Where is your trust in the process at this moment? Don't skip the steps that it takes to build something, to build something good, to build something quality, to build something that will last it's a disservice to you. And it's also a disservice to anyone watching you who thinks that that's how you create something just overnight in a microwave, however you want to define that. Good things sometimes do take time and that, honestly, in my opinion, is okay. And I'm able to say this at this moment on this birthday because right now i've got 2 to 5 years in my rearview mirror that were very challenging and for the first time all the work that i've put in to those years is starting to come together it's starting to come together it's still coming together But I'm able to now look at those years, some of those years you've been with me on the journey, so you know, I'm now able to look at them and say, it works perfectly. The timing is right. The timing is right exactly right now for what I want. And the truth is, that's always the case. It's always the case, even if you feel like you're not getting what you want in the timing that you want it. The best example I can give, and it's not, right away, it's not a work example. I was really trying to think of what the best work example would be. For me, when it comes to my work, it's just always knowing that I had to grow into the person I am now or at any given moment to receive the next level of my business. I find in business, a lot of people want things to go very fast, whether that's selling more art or growing online classes or just growing an online business. And trust me, you want to be ready for that. So enjoy the time it takes you to build that because scrambling after the fact is not good. And it can also cost you your business if you grow too fast and you aren't able to make good on those promises. So in business, it's really been about me growing into the person who could receive that. And sometimes I wish I was ready sooner, for sure. But I had to do personal growth. I had to, going back to referencing the beginning of this podcast, I had to do some deeper work. I was doing the steps, but I wasn't doing the deeper work. That cannot be bypassed. It cannot be skipped. It cannot be rushed. The example on a very practical level is when Sean and I bought the house that we're now in. I think we've been here. We're going into our eighth year here, which is amazing. For me, it's probably one of the longest places I've lived in the same place, I think maybe for my lifetime. Wow. I love it. (laughs) We still love our neighborhood so much. We're so thankful to be here. For years, we were getting frustrated in our other home, and then... And then that we were renting and then some rather inconsiderate, we'll just leave it there. Maybe one of the worst neighbors, next door neighbors I've ever had moved in next door and we were trying to find a place, trying to find a place and nothing was coming through and it was looking pretty bleak. And then I thought, well, let me try to get, you know, let me see if I can get the landlord to expand the house we're in or maybe I could invest with him in renovating the garage for a bigger studio space how could we think outside the box because the house we were renting we loved but it was very old and it needed some work and I made a phone call to him and he seemed open he came and had a meeting with us and then I got a phone call driving to meet a friend for sushi dinner I will never forget the phone call. And he said, I've sold the house and you have 60 days to move out. <laughs> and then he said, and I sold it to the neighbors that he already knew we weren't the biggest fans of. So the next door neighbors that we could not stand bought the house that we were in. Yeah. And it felt sort of devastating and creepy, to be honest. I don't know why it felt slimy. I think because I wished that I could buy the house, but I'll just tell you it was a million dollars and it was 900 square feet. And that's already seven or eight years ago. It was was a bit much. I don't even think if I had a million dollars, I would have spent it on that house. But for them, it made sense because they could control the neighbors next door. I think they left it as is and rented it right away. What was so interesting is that the house we're in now that we love so much was only available at the exact moment that we needed to move, almost down to the day. Our move-in date was the last day we were to be in our house. And the owners, the prior owners, had owned it the entire time, the exact, I think we were in our West Hollywood home for seven years and the prior owners had owned this home for exactly seven years. So we couldn't, it was meant for us, but we weren't able to find it until it was exactly the right timing. And it was beautiful. If I ever questioned timing, I always think of that story. And I always feel back into that place of how we felt so displaced and slightly devastated and a little bit betrayed and then very disappointed when we started looking for new places, all to realize that it was just for this. It was for this. And all the months that we were frustrated before and things weren't coming together and nothing was showing up for us to move, we didn't know where we'd move to and there was no place that really felt like a better option at the same price point, uh, as well, it, it couldn't have worked out in a more beautiful way, honestly. So I share that story with you. And then let's talk about number two, which I've touched upon a little bit. Things take time. I believe that quality takes time. I believe that personal development, business development, creation of your art, all of that takes time. And I don't want to put a number on you or what I think that limit is. I really invite you to discover that for yourself. But it could take years, and that's okay. It could take years. More than likely, it's going to. Just let that one settle in. It's not about opening an Instagram account and now you have a business. I don't know when that happened, but it seems like that's the misconception is that somehow social media is going to help you get a business. There's so much that goes into being ready for that and to do that well and to do that in a way that actually makes the best use of your time and energy and is thoughtful and geared to reach the right people for the business that you're offering or the art that you're offering. Please know that behind what often seems very simple is a lot of thoughtful strategy, a lot of thoughtful planning, a lot of care, time, time, put into one's craft, whether it be the creative craft or the marketing craft when we're talking about marketing and selling our work. And number 3, as I just shared with you in my story, there's magic in the timing. And so often, and I know I'm saying it now, you don't see it until it happens at the right timing, and then you look back and say, "Oh, I'm really thankful." that things didn't work out faster because I see now why this was the exact right time. So I really believe that. And I do forget it because I'm ambitious. I have big vision. I want to get there. But now I know, I know I can do that with anything I put my mind to. And I know that it will come together in the timing that's right And I was reminded of that on my journey over the past few years. And it's a very empowering feeling to know that in your bones as the helicopter, as the helicopter goes by. Sometimes you're just not ready before you're ready. And that's just the truth of it. And how about letting that be okay? Okay. I don't believe that we're a bite sized, speedy, speedy economy. I do believe in being efficient. I do believe in brevity in certain instances, but I believe in flow. I believe in intuition. I believe in spontaneous thought, in inspirational rants. I believe in all of that. There's magic in between the rushing around. And I was thinking that maybe the time that we've all just experienced, that we're still coming through, might have slowed everyone down. And yet it seems like we're all just rushing around. We're just giving ourselves these Bursts of time, these increments of time to get things done, and there's no room for anything to just flow. There's no room for what I like to call inspired tangents. And maybe that's some of the European influence where one of my favorite things to do is to sit at a table and have an incredible meal with wonderful people and have a conversation that flows. And that there's no rush on that experience. There's no waiter waving you on so they can fill the next table because they've got to meet their bottom line for the restaurant that, that evening. There's more value placed in the experience than meeting this goal, financial or otherwise. And I really, really love that. I love the experience. I love allowing some breathing space because I believe that's where some of the most incredible inspiration and ideas come from. It's not about a list of bullet points. It's not about taking one more course. It's not about rushing through podcasts while you're doing other things. I do that, but I don't rush. I savor them. And like I said... I like them longer because I know it's going to be extra good, but with that said, I've also been recording shorter ones for you and for me, and I hope you're enjoying them. (laughs) I hope you're enjoying them. So for my friends who like shorter podcasts, the last bunch have all been, I think, under between 20 and 30 minutes or even 15 and 30 minutes. So you can let me know. You can let me know what you prefer. I like to mix it up. I like the natural progression, the cycles, the seasons, the everything. And I'm cool with the timing. Whatever that is for any given episode, for where my business goes next, there's a new level of relaxed that has set in because I just realized I've been that person one too many times who's been in a hurry and in hindsight realized there was no need for that. It worked out perfectly. So what if I just start living from that place now? It's working out perfectly. I'm not in a race with anyone at all. So, you know, when I speak from these perspectives, it's always me. I've always been that person. And now I have the opportunity to be in a room, you know, as a student, as a mentor, and I just see it all too often. And I just want to say, it's okay. You don't have to be in a rush. And I know, I know as well what it feels like from a business standpoint to be in a survival mode and to feel like you're in a rush. But if I had just taken a beat a few more times if I had just trusted more, I would have reached the other side of what I've gone through faster, I believe. It actually speeds things up when you relax. Yeah. I will leave it there for now. I'll be celebrating my birthday while you're listening to this, having my birthday sushi lunch from my favorite sugarfish not a not a sponsor of the podcast but one of my favorite restaurants in LA i think they're in new york also i can get it as takeout oh my goodness i can't even i can't even wait i can't even wait all right and a quick reminder come and join me we started yesterday come and join me for 12 days of love you can find the link to join me at creativethursday.com and also over at my Instagram at creativethursday. I'm excited to share a daily art with you and a little inspirational message, all with the theme of love. And yeah, I'll see you in your I'll see you in your inbox. Until next time, friends, have a beautiful creative week, and thank you so much for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded and produced by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And come join us for 12 Days of Love at creativethursday.com and at Creative Thursday. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend. And let me know that you're enjoying it by sending me a message and leaving a review. I am so, so appreciative of your reviews. Until next time, friends.